Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. During the week, and as the week carries on, sometimes by about this day, we start running out of ideas for dinner. What I gotta cook again tonight? Well, we've solved that problem. Because it is National Pizza Day. Fantastic. Order up some pies. Have one of these a week. You have one a week at your house? No, we should have, like oh, yeah. a National Pizza Day. Every other day. He's <laughs> one every couple of weeks. Yeah. And you know what? You're probably thinking to yourself, well, but hold on, Craig. I can't order pizza today, and I'm going to have pizza probably on Sunday for the Super Bowl. No one's thinking that. Well, maybe somebody is, but we've got that answer for you as well. Okay. Because there's a dude in the U.K., a personal trainer, just finished a 30-day pizza diet. I don't know if I would go to this guy as my personal trainer if that's what he told me. He's my well, maybe kind. Maybe I would go to him. I think he's our kind of personal trainer. You're not going to believe this, Maria. All I got to do is eat pizza every day. <laughs> she would be like, but I don't want carbs. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm married to the only Italian on the planet. <laughs> I should be able to get a divorce just for that. You lied to me. Uh, anyhow. This dude is she in, still with the no carbs. Ah, uh, well, she'll no eat bread, no if pasta. it's in. Yeah, she'll eat it if it's put in front of her. But right. I, uh, I avoid cooking it because I know she's trying to avoid it. So we'll have pasta. But you see, her problem was, and I think it's probably true of, of many Italians. I mean, pasta was eaten at every day when she was a kid. Right. Yes, it was just a part of the whole meal. Right. And, um, you know, so she just tries to steer off of it, and. Uh, it's, you know, it's just, it's such an easy go-to dinner, you know, when you're scrambling or whatever. Yeah. But anyhow, that's my cross to bear. <laughs> you know. uh, anyhow, so this trainer started this uh, 30-day pizza diet where he'd only eat uh, pizza at breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for a month. And he lost seven and a half pounds. Right. Now, how did he do that? Well, because he kept it around 2,000 calories. Okay. You know, that's really the deal. I don't think there's any real magic to losing weight, unless, of course, you're dealing with health issues that make you gain weight that you can't control. But just less food in probably helps shed some weight. It's so tough because you get a really good pie in front of you, mm. and and it's tough to limit. Like, it, like you want to go back for that one more slice, mm. but it was really good. You know, I uh, I don't have the... I mean, I enjoy food, but I know there are those, and, and perhaps you're one of them. Who can just keep shoveling it in even when you're full. And, and, and I know people like that. When, when I've hit my full mark, I'm done. Like, I just can't go anymore. My problem is uh, sometimes, and I've been very guilty of this with the kids and finishing their plates. Okay. Right? But also, you know, I, if I'm really enjoying something, I know there's more of it. Mm-hmm. And like, like pizza, I'll go back and have another slice. But I'll do it fast enough where I haven't really digested the slices <laughs> so you're just piling that I've had in. before just raking it in <laughs> and, and, and if i were to just sit and wait 15 minutes mm. probably wouldn't go back for that extra slice um now the other trick this guy did was he didn't order in chain pizza he made his own so a little healthier okay perhaps yeah uh, Although, I mean, yeah, chains are, are, are different. You get a lot of local mom and pops, though, that are making yeah. fantastic pizzas right now. In fact, I, I saw, we heard something the other day, Katie was talking about it when she was in, that um, the Arkells on their rider now, when they go and play tours, is that uh, they want, part of their rider is that they have local pizza from the best local pizza shop delivered. 
So they'll have a bunch of, uh, how do they determine it's the best local pizza? I guess it's the pizza. people in the town who are putting on the show and working with them, and they, they just tell them, they, you know, on the rider, some people have red Smarties only, where the hell it is room temperature right. water, and they need this amount of candles and towels, and they have the best local pizza. Huh. You know, it's such a personal choice, though. Very much so. You, you know, the, the, the people in town could say, oh, you know, Joey's down the street is the best, and then you eat Joey's, and you're kind of, eh, right. I don't know. Yeah. What would you ask for if you had a band? I bet you'd be like, best steak. Best wow. steak in town. Yeah. Bring me a steak. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe even mix that up a little bit. The best, the best steak sandwich. Okay. But there'd be some steak on there. Best right. pizza with steak on it. I do like a great pizza. Mm-hmm. And, and even, the, even more so, the, you get to like the oven, or the stone-baked ones now. Yeah. Those are really good. But uh, we've put it out there on the air. What's the best pizza joint? in town and you get so many varied oh, sure. answers yeah. and i went and tried a few of them and some were good some were really bad but every now and then you and you hear and what's amazing this thing goes with burgers is that you know you might have what the one that you're you go to and you know is a really good pizza shop and then someone else will put a name out there and you'll just see that coming over and over and right. over again and you think holy crap how is this how have i not heard of this before I think that uh, if I had a band and we did something like that, I wouldn't go food necessarily. I'd go uh, rub and tug. (laughs) (laughs) Will Ferrell is uh, in a new movie, or at least his voice is in a new movie. And it's an animated film, but not for children. No, sir. It's R-rated. It's called Strays. And he uh, plays a dog who's a horrible owner named Doug. Oh, we know a horrible guy named Doug. So <laughs> <laughs> another horrible bosses? Yeah. Oh. Anyhow, uh, Will Ferrell uh, is this dumb little border terrier who thinks his owner Doug is the greatest guy in the world, but he's actually a scumbag who keeps trying to abandon Reggie, who is Will Ferrell's uh, character's name. When Doug finally succeeds, Reggie falls in with a pack of strays who finally make him understand that his owner didn't lose him by accident. Still, Reggie vows to find his way back to Doug in order to bite his junk off. <laughs> so it's an adult animated, animated movie. movie. That's yeah. awesome. Will Forte plays Doug. Jamie Foxx is in it. Randall Park. Josh Gad. Rob Riggle. Sophia Vergara showing up in that as well. So that will be out in the summer. Um, songs you didn't realize are sexual. Until you got a little older. This is funny. Uh, Kelly sent us a, uh, a text saying that he didn't realize Love in the Elevator from Aerosmith was sexual. He didn't understand the going down part. Right. I said, oh, you sweet, sweet, na- naive soul, Kelly. <laughs> going down. Um, like a prayer, Madonna. Oh, uh, you know, I don't know that I realized that was a sexual song. Uh it's about oral sex, supposedly. Oh, okay. By the way, what the hell's going on with Madonna? Yeah, there's a lot of reaction. Ooh, after the Grammys? About, about the Grammys. Wow. And, uh, her appearance there. Um, and, you know, it's funny because right away people jump on both sides of this. Because right away people looked at it and go, what, what the hell has she done to her face? Mm. Right? Um, and, you know, and then there's the other side who will clap back and say, well, who are you to speak about someone? And, and, uh, the comments were offside. Well, no, you're putting yourself out there. She's yeah. trying to tour again. She's had way too much plastic surgery. It looks ridiculous. 
Yeah, it is what it is. But that's the thing. You can't say anything. You know, right. it's all it's all body positivity now. Right. Yeah, it's a don't shame someone for that. That's right. The Macarena. Did you know the Macarena was about sex? Uh, it's a crazy sexual song. Yeah. It's about a lady getting with like a dozen different guys while her boyfriend is off in the military. <laughs> well, now I can't dance to that anymore. <laughs> How many girls were swinging their arms around? Yeah. Going, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, it was like she's basically telling her boyfriend that she was going to sleep with two of his friends or something like that huh. in the Macarena. Never caught that. Right. Well, that's uh, why two hands go on the butt, I think, and shake it at the end. I see. Uh, physical from Olivia Newton-John, that old gem. Right. Well, how did you not know? Let's get physical, physical. Right. I think she was sending that message pretty clearly. There are a few obvious ones that, that come about. And uh, like I, I was reading a list of them from BuzzFeed, and someone put on uh, Boom, Boom, Boom by the Venga Boys. <laughs> like, I thought it was pretty clear. <laughs> boom, 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 let's go back to my room and we can do it all night was a pretty sexual theme. I don't think they were talking about homework. Maybe there was a, yeah, a puzzle. <laughs> I'm going to work on a puzzle all night. Yeah, there's some of them you, you really have to uh, give your uh, melon a shake if you didn't realize that it was about sex. Little Red Corvette from Prince. Someone said, I remember thinking it'd be better if it were about cars. Right. Isn't it about a, car, a Corvette? No. Oh, I don't know that I've heard it in so that, long. That huh? Little Red Love Machine. Oh, is that what it, is the line in the song? Yeah. This one's a great one. One of the all-time great classic stripper anthems, Cherry Pie from Warrant. How did someone not realize? She's my cherry pie. Yeah. I mean, Sweet Caroline, Neil Diamond could be on there, too. That was written about Caroline Kennedy. Was it really? Yeah. Touching Me, Touching You. Okay, sure. Uh Uh-huh. Afternoon Delight from the Starland Vocal Band. Right. There's a scene supposedly in Glee where a teacher thinks, uh, singing it, thinks it's about having dessert in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, that's great. Of course, in uh, Anchorman, when they're all singing it. Oh, yeah. One of the great scenes. Harrison Ford. Uh, he has uh, decided what he wants on his tombstone. He doesn't want it to be Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford, blah, 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 actor. He's settled for was useful. So Harrison Ford <laughs> was useful. <laughs> when the interviewer replied that that didn't seem like a really good way to sum up his life, Harrison said, well, there's not a lot of space on a tombstone. Right. Well, especially yeah. if you got to put the bust of his face, kind of like the Han Solo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> frozen look. Yeah. Um, Ford also has talked recently about the new Indiana Jones and how the original script had a lot of old jokes in it. He said, we took all of them out. I'd rather create behavior that is a joke of age rather than talk about it. So we'll see. Once again, like so many films that carry on in the franchise, will there be any interest in more Harrison Ford? I really, you know, one of the things I think that was done really well when it comes to sequels was Rocky transitioning into Creed movies. Right, yeah. That was really smart, you know, to do it that way. So you can still incorporate Rocky in some way. He gets to show up. But it's not about him 95 years old and still boxing. Still trying to fight, yeah. 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 So I don't know how many people will have any interest in another Indiana Jones movie. Any other songs uh, that you have on that list that... uh, Uh, Was there any songs when you were growing up that you... I mentioned the uh, turning Japanese, which obviously you cannot play anymore. Right. 
Oh, was, a, was it four, four Seasons? Oh, What a Night. Okay. Right? Yeah. It was about uh, that love and that night. I think it was about losing your virginity. Oh. Is what that song was about. I have to go back and listen to right. it. Right. Frankie Valley said as much. that Yeah, it's basically oh. what it's about. Somebody uh, texted us. Uh, Paul, he said, uh, for those about to rock ACDC, they end their show saluting those about to get laid. So oh, okay. For those about to rock means for those about to fire. Get busy. <laughs> Do you struggle with the constipation? Can't be fun. It's not fun. Anybody who's uh, struggled with it, if you struggle with it on a regular basis, it's definitely not fun, even if you only get it now and then. Right. That's why I do the sit-down pee. Get all plugged up. Because you get the uh, surprise poop sometimes. You say, well, there, done for the day. (laughs) Anyhow, there's a new pill that uh, seems brilliant. It's a uh, constipation pill that when you swallow it, it vibrates. Okay. Take one pill each night before bed. You feel it vibrating the whole way down? Well, some say they can feel it a little bit in their belly, but uh, it's not uncomfortable or painful. And uh, you swallow it just before bed. It vibrates for about two hours, stops for six hours, and starts vibrating again for another two. Of course, this is supposed to uh, get all the nerve cells in your gut moving and trembling to get you going. Oh. Yeah, so they uh, tested it on 200 people. Who suffer from the persistent constipation. Right. It's the name of my autobiography. That's, that's, that's a hell of a study to be signing up for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this pill does sound like better than the alternative, which was a three-inch wide suppository. My, uh, my son has a, uh, a very good friend who's just finishing up, uh, I guess it's his residency uh, to be a doctor. Right, yeah. And one of the first things he had to do was to help a 93-year-old woman relieve her constipation. Wow. Manually. (laughs) Where's my pencil? (laughs) Like that. Talk to all you young people out there who think being a doctor is like being on the set of Grey's Anatomy. I don't think it is. Where's Clooney? Yeah, that's right. Aren't I supposed to be just making love in a penthouse? I didn't see this. (laughs) I know I'm supposed to save some child from a horrible accident. I'm bending over a 90-year-old woman. (laughs) Anyhow, listen, of the two, the constipation versus the, uh, the poops. Right. I don't know which one is worse. I mean, I've struggled with both. <laughs> and you don't want either, really. You want to be regular. Uh-huh. Uh, now, if you want to know if you're constipated or if you have persistent constipation, it means fewer than three bowel movements a week. Okay. I'm sometimes up to three a day. <laughs> I was going to say, no, never been a problem here. I've already had two. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you a little tip, and it's helped me along the way. I've become a big fan of drinking a ton of water. Okay. It really does help get things moving along. That's what they've said all along, too. Yeah. And like ridiculous amounts. It's stupid It's what's recommended. Yeah. But. And I'm sure I don't get to the amount you're supposed to every day, but even the amounts now that I drink compared to what I used to. You know, if all your diet is is bread and cheese... <laughs> You're in trouble. That's all I'm saying. How many countries do you think, Lucky, have ever won the World Cup? <sighs> Dozen or so? Not many. No, not even that. Eight. 
Eight. Only eight. eight. So here in Canada, when we got all whiny because we didn't go farther. Right. Remember, there's a lot of countries around this big ball of ours, and many of them don't even get that far. Yeah, been to the dance, but never got crowned. Yeah. Now, speaking of sports, you had an interesting um, NBA stat about... uh, Oh, yeah, I came up with this, uh, well, because the big news yesterday was, of course, LeBron James right. breaking uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record uh, for the most career points mm. in the NBA. But what is amazing about that is when you think about Kareem, uh, his 38,387 points wow. that, uh, that LeBron surpassed, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar made one three-pointer in his career. Well, that's one more than you and I have ever made. True. <laughs> but it's about 2,200 and change less than what LeBron James would really? So if you take away the three-pointers from LeBron, he would need to play like another 1,100 games wow. or, or score another 1,100 buckets uh, to pass Curry. Now, obviously, uh, a three-pointer is one of the most difficult baskets to get in the game but why is it that some superstars of the game can't accomplish that very often and guys like even Shaq can't throw from the the uh the uh the uh the free throw line free throw line is it because he's so damn tall that was Shaq's problem right. with with free throws like I said was his because his release point when he actually let go of the basketball was above the rim oh okay. so he's kind of like throwing it down right right so he'd have to kind of loop it up and he just didn't have that touch wasn't part of his game oh okay but then you get guys like steph curry who you know can hit three like three pointers and then beyond mm-hmm. that too to half court shots on a regular basis now of course uh that's an amazing uh, job by lebron james he still is not even close to the uh to the uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar numbers for uh, ladies. Was oh, no, that was Wilt. Oh, that was Wilt Chamberlain who had all the women. Right. right. Dream's like, slow down. I was, <laughs> I was scoring points. <laughs> uh, and Michael Jordan came out with a line yesterday that was very interesting, kind of throwing out. It sounded like a, a bit of shade at LeBron, just mm. saying, I didn't care about the stats. I cared about championships. Yeah. If I'd gone for stats, uh, that would have been different. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a great HBO show, and I hope they bring it back, and it's all based on the dynasty of the L.A. Lakers. Right. Uh, when the uh, the manager turned it into a big party scene, the mm-hmm. owner. Yeah, it was really well done. They only did it for one season so far. I hope they come back. It's, it's it really... Jerry Buss, right? Yeah. Did Will Ferrell play Jerry Buss? Uh, no, uh, his partner in... Um, the guy that shows up in, like, uh, Step Brothers. Oh, John C. Riley. That's yes, right, yeah. He plays him, yeah. It's really well done. The word bikini comes from a language spoken on the Marshall Islands and literally translates to service of coconuts. Okay. Well, makes sense. There's a difference between a labyrinth and a maze. A labyrinth is just one long winding path. A maze has paths that branch off into dead ends. All right. That very good board game, that labyrinth, by the way. You gave it to us. Yeah, it's a, been a family fun game for yeah. decades for oh, us. It leads to arguments, but it's a fun game. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you guys are still playing it. Yeah, a lot of people don't know of it. Right. Uh, I had never heard of it. Yeah, my sister-in-law bought it for the kids, I think, when they were really young. And, yeah, we still play it to this day. Yeah, very good little strategy game. Yeah. Until someone screws up and lets the other person win, then you're really just pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, we were just mentioning the NBA. You know, the halftime entertainers at the NBA games, they do pretty good. You know, those acrobats and others who come out and uh-huh. do stuff, make about 1500 to five grand a show. Wow. Just for halftime. That's not bad. Yeah. I guess some of them, is, though, 
Like you look at the special dunkers that have uh, the uh, trampolines that they're launching off. There's like a big group of them, mm. like ten of them. So they're really all. If they get the max. They're splitting about five hundred bucks each. Well, it's not that great. Yeah, it's what is it? Fifteen minutes work? Yeah, it's better than nothing. Yeah. And you get to see the game probably for free. In Victorian times, treadmills were used as a prison punishment to prevent idleness. Some British convicts in the 1800s were forced to trudge on treadmills for hours a day. Wow. Forced to. Forced to. Now we ask to. We pay somebody to yell at us while we're doing it. Some guy goes to prison. Where's the Peloton? Yeah, right. There are two countries in the world that are double landlocked. Meaning they're landlocked, and all the countries around them are too. Okay. One of them would be Uzbekistan or Stan, Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan, yeah. And then uh, Liechtenstein. Right, yes. Yeah. Very tiny country in the middle of Europe. Snickers candy bars are named after a dead horse. <laughs> Guy named Franklin Mars. I wonder if he invented the Mars bar. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Franklin Mars, he had a horse named Snickers. It died in 1930 just before he released the candy bar. Really? Yeah. Allergic to peanuts. Probably. World War II was not good. That's a shocking piece of news. <laughs> Is that the fact? That's the fact. <laughs> World War I was fine. Two, not so good. Right. Now, World War II had more deaths than any other war in world history. Uh-huh. Somewhere between 65 million and 85 million people were killed, which was about 3% of the world's population in 1940. Unbelievable. Yeah. What is crazy is there's just still some who deny that some oh, yeah. of that happened. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Remember the movie The Crow? Yes. Well, it was originally supposed to be a musical starring Michael Jackson. Really? That's a little different, isn't it? Take a very dark turn. Yeah. Got to Brandon Lee and he died on the set. That's right. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese was almost called Rick's Rat's Pizza. That's probably not a good call. Uh, The PR agency said the name would turn people off because people don't want to think about rats when they're eating. Yeah. Well, Mm. I mean, they still have that, you know, eight foot mascot that comes around. Right. Well, kids' birthday parties, but I guess the, the kids don't care. They're eating the pizza anyway. Have you ever gone to a Chuck E. Cheese just for lunch? Like, <laughs> Adrian, let's go on a date night for Valentine's. Oh, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe. You never Might know. Might not be that busy that night. <laughs> the pie that Jason Biggs had sex with, an American pie, came from Costco. <laughs> Kirkland how many, special. How many pies at Costco do you think they had to buy? Because, you know, sometimes they refilm and refilm oh, and right, reshoot. Yeah. We need a new pie. (laughs) Take this old pie back. (laughs) As we know, technology is moving incredibly fast. AI coming along, robots going to take over everybody's jobs. But it seems like the robots are already tired of the day-to-day grind of living. A uh, uh, grocery store chain started adding robot helpers at all its locations. All of the robots are named Marty. They're six foot four. They have big googly eyes. And they wheel around scanning inventory and looking for spills. The googly eyes, it is said, kind of make them look like they're enjoying it. But maybe not because uh, just this uh, earlier in this week, a Marty at one of the chain's uh, grocery stores made a run for it. (laughs) (laughs) Someone posted a video after he escaped through the front doors and started making his way through the parking lot. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, luckily, he doesn't move very fast, so an employee was easily able to catch up and get him back inside. Someone posted the clip and then joked that uh, he almost made it to freedom before he was wrangled back into the grocery prison. 
I know uh, they're continually working on trying to improve the grocery system. Mm. And at, uh, I think it's Sobeys, they have those smart carts. I've never seen anyone use one. I saw a lady the other day using one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't exactly know what they do. Do they ring through your groceries as you're shopping? As you're going. Oh, yeah. okay. I do like those little carts. Anytime I go to my grocery store... I think I got an option. The big, big, bulky carts. Right, yeah. Just the, the, the little, little minis. I like those little minis. Uh, yeah, because if you're a, a daily shopper yes. like yourself, yeah. you're picking up kind of one day at a time. Yeah. Oh, I get behind those people sometimes in the lineup, or I see the people in the grocery store with the carts just rammed, and they maybe they're going once a week or once every week and a half or something. And you see that bill, especially now. Like, for the, even the little amounts I buy every day, it's always now 30 or 40 bucks. Right. So I can only imagine what a shopping cart full of food must cost. I was thinking about you uh, the other day because I went into your grocery store, the one you go into quite You're often. You're not permitted there. Um, well, I'm never going back. It's um, a beautiful place. Uh, it's under construction. I guess mm-hmm. you ruined it. It's going to be lovely. Uh, anyway, I got to I got to go to the checkout. I needed like two things. I ran in there, uh, picked them up, and I get to the checkout. There's only uh, two lanes open, right? The express right. lane. Like one to eight items, which people really fudge on that eight, by oh, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then one other lane was open. And then, like, the lottery kiosk area mm. was open, and I guess she was checking out some people, too, at the same time. As long as you have nothing to weigh. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> except the problem is the person at the front of that lottery kiosk line was buying lottery oh, geez, and checking tickets as well. To the tune of, I think I heard at some point, it was like $250 worth of looks top. Oh, and my gosh. Like they were there. It was There were two, three long lines, yeah. and I was waiting in the express one and waited some time and just watched as the frustration built behind this woman who was just doing her thing, yeah. getting her lottery, and she was going through, like, a whole system of uh, of of lottery scratching and and like I think she was scratching tickets right there as it went to. I think she might have occupied. She might still be there. I'm getting angry just hearing this story. (laughs) I went, wow. Oh, yeah, I'd snap. I would lose it. (laughs) It made me think of you and how much you would have lost it because you would have been stuck in that line behind her, I'm sure. Look, it's all about timing. Like, I've, I've been guilty of having a whack of lottery tickets that I haven't checked. And I get so um, guilty or I feel so bad about taking anybody's time and getting in anybody's way. I remember one day separating them. I must have had like three piles of like 10, 15 tickets each. And I went to three different stores. <laughs> I got a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> Didn't and win no a damn thing. App. Yeah. No, no app. And I don't know. I can never get that stupid OLG machine with the little red light, the sensor thing. I can never get that thing to, to you, work properly. You and technology. That's the worst. <laughs> There's so many problems. I can barely work a knife and fork. (laughs) Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.